broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. And welcome to a Random Tuesday edition of Fearless Formula on Cherokee Radio X, where we talk about the ups and downs in the business world, and we offer words of wisdom for small business owners and to have business success. I'm your host, Sharon Klein, and our guest in the studio today is a small business owner here in Woodstock, and she has been in her industry for about three years now. You can find her on Instagram and TikTok and Pinterest and all all the socials out there. Um, and her, she is the owner of Soft Serenity Candles. Welcome, Christiana Dudash, to the show. Thank you, Sharon, for having us today. We're so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so glad you came in. And we're about to have a major thunderstorm. So we're going to yes. enjoy our little chat in here while it yes. storms outside. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, I want to talk, talk to you a bit about your small business. What I love about your story is that really this is kind of from the ground up for yeah. you. So can you tell me what got you interested in in making your own candle business? Yeah, well, it kind of started during a crazy time. I started it right when we shut down for COVID, really, which was a crazy time to even start a small business. But I was out of work. I was like, okay, well, I need to make ends meet. And a lot of my friends own small businesses. So they were like, all right, well, you know what? This is the time to go you know, running. So I did. And Started in my kitchen, which is crazy now because he built me out, Andrew, I say he, um, <clears throat> built me out a great workspace down in the basement to grow. And without his support, really, it wouldn't be where it is right now. So when you look into how you start a candle business, is it, it's just, it's kind of like the basic ingredients, right? Like you have to find wax and yeah. uh, the different scents. And was it just a lot of experimenting to get the things that you really like? Yeah, it was a lot of trial and error for sure. And I wanted something that was non-toxic. Like, yeah, that was my biggest thing is I would burn Bath and Body Works candles all the time. And I noticed that there was like black residue on the walls. And I was like, what oh, no. is this from? From like the, the soot, the black smoke and all that. And I was like, okay, well, this can't be good. For you, And after I was looking into it, they use paraffin. And the more I read about paraffin, I found out that it's cancer causing. So when you're burning these type of candles, you're breathing in these carcinogens, which is crazy. Because they're, they're allowed to sell them, obviously. I mean, they do. Yeah. I have some. Yeah. So not just Bath and Body Works, but any, you know, big name stores. A lot of them have soy blends that also contain paraffin. It's not just strictly soy then. Right. Ah, interesting. So that was kind of my biggest... Thing, I guess to you know focus on so I made all my candles 100% soy wax and I found oils as well that don't contain any toxins so that when they burn the soy and the oils that I was using they paired well together without anyone having to worry about you know burning these toxin toxic candles in the, their environment and homes. It's interesting because I I, I didn't know I, I don't know very much about candles which is what I really love about talking to you especially fall time because yeah. I I'm like a candleaholic and I just love all the fall scents. And for some reason, it just fills my soul with happiness. And so I load up on wherever I get a yeah. bunch of candles. And um, I I really didn't consider at all the aspect of, oh, no, because yeah. be, of course I don't want that. I don't want anything bad happening right. to me or around pets where, you know, mm -hmm. if you have dogs or cats or whatever, yeah. they're probably especially sensitive to those things. Right. And even like small children, like I've had a lot of customers also say, that before they, you know, bought for me, they were like, I have all these allergies when I burn candles. I don't know what it's from. 
And then they buy mine and they burn them. And like, I no allergies. Yeah. I don't get affected by them. I can burn them all the time. I hear, you know, the sensor light, my husband can stand them, you know, (laughs) so I guess, you know, that has something to say for it as well. Using these clean ingredients rather than burning, you know, what are your favorite scents that you have now that you just love? Oh, okay. Well, we just launched the fall collection. So we were talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Candle season. So. Um, the pumpkin chai is my absolute favorite. Everyone loves pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Like Some of the most popular ones would be the oak moss and amber. Oh, okay. It's more like musk and like masculine. Mm-hmm. Something kind of smells like. A lot of people have told me like Abercrombie and Fitch, like the adult version oh, of Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. Okay. That one's really good. Um, the lighter scents, maybe like limoncello and brown sugar and fig. Those are like all year. So you long. put these together. Yeah. So do you, you get these essential oils? Is that how it works? And then yep. you melt everything down. I guess I'm trying mm-hmm. to picture it, the process in my head. But yeah. I've seen some of your Instagram videos, which is so nice because you get a little glimpse in the behind the scenes. Yeah. So it took a while. I was for a long time melting everything on our stovetop and I was like this is taking way too long and then he found me like an industrial melter so now I can make about about 200 at Holy a time cow. yeah so I melt all that down I mix all the oils into it and center the wicks and pour and yeah it takes about 48 hours for everything to cure and then fully about a week to two weeks for it to be good to burn what I wanted to ask you two about the pandemic. Obviously, you started in the pandemic. Yeah. But what's kind of cool is that this this business is not relying on person to person interaction. Like you've been able to do a lot of this yeah. on your own on your website. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's kind of hard to and crazy. Like people will buy these scents without even smelling them. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to write like really descriptive, like I guess descriptions of each <laughs> scent on the website for people to read, so they know what they're buying. And I do the pop-up events, and I am in local shops that so people can go in and out and smell. You know. So now that we've been able to open up a bit, you've, I know that you've gone to some of the farmer mar- farmer's markets. Yeah. So how has that been for you? What is so it fun. like? So fun. And I love meeting all my customers because there's people that were buying during the shutdown, obviously never met them, and they'd come and be like, oh, yeah, I bought you know, this scent, and I love it all the time. I burn it whenever. And like seeing them face-to-face, I don't know, yeah. you build new connections and – repeat customers really after you make that connection with them. One of the aspects about business I talk about on the show a lot is um, relationships because you are obviously you're running a business and it's about money and profit and loss and all of that. But there's the relationship aspect. We're all humans just chit chatting and enjoying candles together, (laughs) you know, but how nice it is that as well as through social media, you can Mm -hmm. really build a following and have a relationship with people, even if you don't see them face to face, how nice they come to see you at your places. I know it makes (laughs) me feel so special. I'm like, okay, you will, you follow me on social media. You see my stuff all the time and they come to meet me and actually like smell the candles in person. I don't know. It's a really cool Cool feeling. <laughs> yeah. So you feel like what is the what is the most fun and satisfying part about it? Is it meeting the people like that, or I would say that, and then like actually hearing people's feedback about the sense. I get a lot of good feedback, and then I also started like my amb- ambassador program. What is your ambassador program? Yeah. So I have um, on Instagram all these like micro influencers, influencers that are like helping me promote my candles. And they are so great about giving me feedback on what's coming out, like what I should do to improve the new sense or what should I do to even just improve my social media in general. 
I just spoke to someone about this on Friday about what, um, how people use, um, the internet to advertise so much. Yeah. And, and, um, I'm like, I follow, I hate to say this, but I follow TikTok and I, I do get influenced by some yeah. of the things that I see, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's fascinating how much you really can get real time feedback mm-hmm. and, and that can change the direction of where you're going with something that you want yeah. to make it. It's like it takes a little bit of a village. Everyone's kind of helping each other, which is yeah. like a win all around, you yeah. know, because you're making a better product. And Right. And it helps these influencers too, like grow their business. So it's just, it's a win-win. You're doing both. I can't imagine happen. how hard it would be to have your own Kindle company and not have something like social media or Facebook. That's or- the only reason why I grown, really. Like without social media, um, yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah, well, I mean, I know there are people do it and have done it, but it's so nice, especially because you're a younger sort of entrepreneur. So I imagine your way to look at it, it's always includes social media or ambassadors. Whereas for me, I'm like, wait, what? What is that? Like, I'm supposed to take videos right now. I haven't (laughs) of us in the studio and like promote. Have I done that? It's still no. And like, it's hard to like to come up with the content, come up with new ideas and I try to put him in it all the time. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what to do. Like, it's just to be. You mean to be like original and 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 so hard, mm-hmm. so hard to come up with new things and like what, like what are people gonna like? You know, what's gonna keep people interested and in watching these reels over and how and they over respond again. to yeah. things. That's something I didn't think about as well as how you. It's almost a competition between other people who are doing. Um, their own campaigns, I guess, yeah. or even candle campaigns. It's mm-hmm. not just campaigns in general. Right. Um, so what was it like for you to create your LLC or whatever, it, or DBA? How did you go about creating your company? Well, the LLC was something that my brother was like pushing me to mm-hmm. do. He's like, you got to do this. You know, why did he say it was so important? Cause I have an LLC as well. Yeah. He's just like, cause you want something to make it look like you're, you're legit. Yeah. And yeah. you're, and you're protected. Right. Which is great. Especially with candles. <laughs> I'm going to need that protection. Just oh, in case. That's so true. Yeah, just in case. No one's afraid of my voice except me. But candles <laughs> has something, you know, a liability, I imagine. I right. never thought about that. Yeah. So that was his biggest thing. But, and it's been really nice being able to, um, like, step back from the restaurant industry. Because I was in, like, full time, working my life away at the restaurant. I was like, okay, well, I need something that I can potentially turn into my career so that was a huge, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like motivation, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think about where you want to go? Like, oh, I would love this to be my full time. You should go on Shark Tank. You should go on Shark Tank. <laughs> People tell me that all the time, but Do I'm they? like, for, I don't know. It's it's a candle. I know, so but, but to, the, they're unique to you, though. They I don't are. Know. They are. I don't know. Wouldn't that be cool? That it would, would be, be amazing. Really cool. I had a friend that was on Shark Tank and got her first. No kidding. But you know what? It's even just the exposure on Shark Tank. Even if they're like, yeah, I pass or whatever they say, or I'm out. They say I'm out. That still would be, well, who knows what life will bring? I mean, really, it seems like you're doing, like you're really enjoying this process and you're. It's so fun. Putting your heart into it. So are there any things that you've learned along the way that you wish you could have told yourself in the very beginning? Yeah. um, Not to always think it's going to be successful. Like that was my biggest thing. Like when I started, it was great because it was, it was new. So whatever success I was making, you know, was good. But now like that I'm growing, if I have a launch that doesn't do well, I got to keep telling myself, okay, it's fine. Like keep going, keep going. <laughs> you know, I don't know, that was my biggest 
Yeah, so you assume that it's all going to work out just fine and that Mm -hmm. your plan, that's my story. Like I always assume it's all going to be great. And when it's not, I just like put my hands up like, wait a minute, what? but I did all the right things, you know. I wish I could control, you know, control outcomes of of everything. But I imagine too, I mean, you're making the product the best way you can. Mm -hmm. So you're just hoping that other people will appreciate it too. But you said that that you've changed a little bit from the very beginning. What have you done different? Yeah, it's been a lot of trial and error. Like the beginning, really, I was kind of winging it. Like I didn't know what I was doing. And now that I've been in it for almost three years now, I know what works, what doesn't work. Still learning what doesn't work and what works. Um, But as far as like the candles themselves, my formula has changed in making them. Um, They're stronger now. They don't burn as quickly now. Um, and I'm expanding too. like, I have the soaps and the room sprays. Tell me, tell me about this. This is a whole other side of, of your business. I'm excited to hear about this. Yeah. So the soaps, one of my really good friends started making them. And a lot of people have asked me, they're like, do you do the soaps too? And I guess maybe because soaps and candles, they just, they go together. Right. So I was like, no, I don't make them, but that just seemed like a whole new like task to start doing. So I was like, well, let me find someone that makes natural soaps that are good for your skin. And I found someone, and she only uses natural ingredients. So I was like, this is perfect. This That's lines, so nice. aligns perfectly with what I want. So I started um, buying wholesale from her, so now I sell them on my website, and they're great. They've been selling out nonstop. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. So we're actually bringing in some new scents um, in a couple weeks, too, to bring the fall. That's in. so exciting. Yeah. What I love, too, is that you're able to collaborate with people who mm-hmm. have the same kind of vision as you. Yeah. Who would have ever thought, right? I know. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun, like, supporting other women, women-owned businesses as well. What is an inspiration, or do you have inspiration for the different scents? Like, do you ever go somewhere and smell something, and you're just like, what is that scent? I must have this. Yeah, <laughs> you know? There's a lot of scents, too, that I have um, ordered for the candles that remind me of, like, childhood. Like, <laughs> like what? Like what reminds you of childhood? Like, like I just ordered um, a tobacco scent, and it reminds me of my poppy because he used to smoke cigars all the time, and that's like the scent that I get. you think. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's really clever. Yeah, I haven't thought. I'm sure they have them, but I just have never seen one. Right. But. So that one is recent. Um, I mean, the pumpkin chai is just—it's fall and cozy and warm. Probably it's like kind of spicy. And I know mm-hmm. scents are hard to describe, aren't they? Are yeah. you like, do you like the thesaurus up different scents? It's so, names? yeah, it's so hard to come up with <laughs> descriptions for them. I'm like, it just smells like pumpkin. I don't know. <laughs> so um, what are some of the different ways that you do your, your marketing? I mean, have you had to invest money into marketing or are you more strictly online? Yeah, I'm more so online. I have paid for ads, you know, through Facebook and Instagram, but I don't feel like for me anyway that the ads don't work as well as me getting face to face, like talking on stories, connecting with customers that way. But I feel like social media is a full time job in itself. Like I'm <laughs> constantly having to engage with my customers on social media. I read somewhere and I'm I don't so this is so vague as far as a real statistic, but I read somewhere that you have to be posting like five or six times a day, some some crazy number in order yeah. for you to really see return on the investment of time and energy. Yeah. Is that, do you find that to be true? I don't know. Is that a I think statistic? so, yeah. Even if it's just posting like on your story, not necessarily like a post daily, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, but I, I mean, I try to post at least once a day, like on my feed and then everything else is just on my story. And then TikTok, I'm learning TikTok 
it's it's really hard to get into. Is it? It's kind of cringy. (laughs) I'm trying. But yeah, Facebook and Instagram for sure. And then Pinterest, I'll like post my pictures and it like turns into ads there. So people can actually pin my pictures to their boards, which is cool. So you've had to learn a whole, not just candles and how to make them, but you've had to learn a whole aspect of marketing yourself in using the internet in a way that effectively allows you to market yourself and have higher sales, I guess. Yeah. What's the most effective way do you think for you? Um, so on my actual website, I have like a text club. So people will put in their phone numbers. And if I send out a text to my customers, that's pretty much how I get a lot of my sales. And I'll communicate that way. It's like my VIP. Text so, club. Oh, I got you. It's yeah. funny because the woman that was here on, she's a social media marketing yeah. guru. And she was saying that that's one of the best ways as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She said it on the air or afterwards, but right. I remember thinking that's why I get the, the text that yeah. a, a sale is going on or something yep. or interesting. Yeah. And on the text, it brings you or it gives you the link to just click on it. She said it's a very high return of investment or, or time, I suppose. Yeah. Email. I don't do the emails as much just with my like generation i guess we don't really do email the text messages are yeah (laughs) text messages for sure work great well if you're just joining us we are speaking with christiana dudash she is owner of soft serenity candles i also wanted to ask you what are some of the surprises that you've kind of come across like things you didn't expect to happen as you've created your business yeah i guess like i said before just growing as much as i have like i would have Never thought I'd be where I am now to the point where I can basically really quit my full-time job. Um, so the success was a surprise. Yeah, because it was just something at that time when I started to make ends meet because I wasn't able to work as much because of COVID. And I was like, okay, well, I need something. So just taking off. Right. Well, I mean, it's funny because you can you can – like I was saying, do all of the right things and then have it not work. And then there's also, oh, no, it worked. Yeah, I know. And that's kind of where we're at now. Like, I'm trying to figure out, really, I'm at a spot now where I need to, like, move into a bigger space to grow more, which is great. So now. It's like a problem, but a good problem. Yeah. But still, it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully soon we can figure that out. Cause. Well, so I also wanted to ask you, what do you think is the most challenging thing about being a, an entrepreneur, whether it's your age or whether it's the amount of time that it takes, or I mean, I would think it's the amount of time because you really, your product really is contingent upon the amount right. of time you put in it. I would say time and balance, like work balance. Cause it is hard for me to like step back at night. Like I'll be, I'll be on my phone for 24 seven, like connecting with people and market, talking, market, market. Yeah. Talking to business owners. Cause I have a lot of business owners that will like, which makes sense. will message me like after their work hours to do wholesale with them in their shop. So I'm like constantly like going back and forth with that. I'll get off work at like eight o'clock at night and then I'll go downstairs and make candles till <laughs> midnight or 1 a.m. I'm like, okay, I need a healthy work balance. I would say that's probably my biggest challenge right now is finding that but healthy work balance. I imagine it feels like if you don't respond to them, right. you're losing a sale. Like right. the whole point of being. It's, I imagine it's like being a realtor. If you don't answer, you know, someone's going to move on to a different realtor. But at the same time, how do you create a balance? Where do you put the the boundaries around it? Right. I don't don't have a boundary around it. Anyone that says something to me, I'm like, what? Yes. Mm -hmm. Just because. But I, how do you do it? I'm still trying to figure that out. (laughs) I'm still trying to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. So that's my biggest struggle and challenge at 
the current moment. <laughs> so what's it like to go into a store and see your products on the show? It's shelf? awesome. And I love <laughs> seeing other people like kind of watching them without them knowing like, oh, that's mine. Oh. And then smelling it and like carrying their feedback. I'm like, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. must be very satisfying. Yeah. And I love going in to shops and like weekly, you know, twice twice a month or whatever and see the candle like stock go down. I'm like, okay, this is great because people are obviously buying them. What is your number one seller? Do you have a number? Is it seasonal? It's seasonal. Oh, got you. And say it's seasonal. Um, Lemoncello for spring and summer for sure. And then the pumpkin. The pumpkin. Mm -hmm. Everything's pumpkin. I saw pumpkin recently. What was it? Pumpkin. Was it Oreos? I just remember thinking, it's everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was kind of excited, but like horrified too. Yeah. Um, So what do you think is like one of the biggest misconceptions of your industry? Do you think that people just kind of feel like they understand it, but they, if there's something you could tell them, like you're telling me now, like, and we have a minute to actually focus on it, what would you want them to know? I hear a lot, like at pop-ups, people, like I was saying earlier, people are like, oh, I can't buy these. I have allergies. If they like, if they knew what was actually going into like my candles, I think it'd be a little bit different. A lot of people have a bad misconception anyway about the paraffin candles and they think it's all one. Well, I didn't know. I haven't really looked into it myself, so I didn't actually know that there was such a difference. Yeah. So I think recently, like a lot of, a lot more people are trying to change their lifestyles into like more healthy lifestyle so when they see candles they're like oh well that can't be healthy it can't be good to breathe in right do you do you promote that a tremendous amount too that you're yeah i really try you different or whatever (laughs) well no i mean that's a huge thing i i had no idea and and i'm i'm sure there are ways legally around carcinogen things i really don't know but my life is always, I've always got candles going or yeah. some kind of scent in my house. And now definitely, I mean, I've had your candles in the past and they're yeah. so great. So I'm, I'm excited to have a different one, a yeah. new one. So when you're getting ready for um, like the, the holidays, obviously mm-hmm. coming, what is it like for you to prepare? Like, do you have to kind of stock up on all your stuff now? Yeah. Even with the fall candles, I was starting all these fall candles in June. Oh, it probably feels weird, to. right? Yeah, I have to. Because <laughs> fall and winter are my biggest biggest seasons and holiday season last year was insane because I I wasn't ready so this year did you run out is that what it was like I ran out like the first couple weeks of launching I was done no way yeah so now what a good problem yeah it is a really (laughs) good problem but now I know like okay this is what I need to make and make sure I'm ready because even all these shows like all these holiday pop-up shows that I go to I'll sell out. And I'm like, okay, well now I'm in a scramble because I have to make all these before Christmas because people want them for Christmas. So, Oh, yeah. I do. I want yeah. them for Christmas. <laughs> so if you were to kind of think about the things that, you know, the show's obviously called Fearless Formula. Yeah. So are there some things that you just are kind of have been afraid of or like concerned about and now you're not anymore? I would say just getting my face out there. Like in the beginning – I would not show up on stories. And that's like what people want to see. They're like building a relationship and trust with seeing you on there, talking about your product. Um, And I've, I feel like I've hopefully anyway, I feel like I've been showing up more because people want to see the, you know, behind the scenes and not just, okay, here's the candle or whatever. The room sprays the soaps. It's such an interesting notion because I'm so resistant to it. Like yeah. I don't want anything to be like about me, me, me right. so much. I mean, I'm fine doing like a show and chatting, but yeah. like I don't want to be on camera and talking about me. For some reason, I have just such an aversion. I'd rather it be about the work I'm doing or. Yeah, and I would too, but I feel like people w- would remember faces better than 
I mean, a candle. Like, you see candles all the time. So I'm like, if I put my face out there, I'm like, oh, that's the candle maker in Woodstock. Well, but it's a very good point because, um, well, it's a it's probably a generational thing, too, mm-hmm. because everyone's on there. And, yeah. and I do see that if I can associate a face with someone, it's not just the product that I'm right. – it's the person – it's like – there's a person behind the product, right. which is partly why I wanted to do this show is because I feel like for even you to come on, you're not just soft serenity candles, the brand name, there's a whole story behind you're like, I always consider it the American idol story yeah. where when you, <laughs> when you're watching some guys come on with his guitar and you're just like, who's this guy? You right. Know, whatever. I don't like him just immediately. But then you see like his story about his grandpa and his like farm and yeah. like all of a sudden you're so invested in right. you, you care, yeah. you know, that's kind of the whole the whole goal goal of the show is to have right. that feeling of there are so many people and lessons to be learned for everyone who's in business. You all want the same things. Right. So do you, where else do you go? You go to farmer's markets. Yep. I do my pop-up shows. I organize um, a big vendor market down in ball ground about once, Oh, I guess twice or how am I saying twice? What, what I'm trying to say. Is it twice a year, <laughs> twice a season? Yeah, I guess twice a season, but that for sure, because I am walking around, you know, talking to all the vendors and I'm able to communicate with people that way. So you get to make relationships, build relationships with other people that are in the same exact space as you. Yeah, that. And then I'm in a lot of local shops here. I have one in downtown Woodstock that I'm in, um, two in Canton, one in Blue Ridge and then out of state, too. So I'm trying to get around. Where, where do you find the the stores do you how do you do it do a lot you? of them come to me surprisingly they what? find yeah that's amazing they, they find me on social media they reach out they want my wholesale packet and I'll send them my information over and so you don't have to sell yourself to people because I was thinking do you just go to a store this is how I would do it if you know I would be yeah. like knocking please let me sell my candles yeah. <laughs> in your store but you don't have to do that yeah they come to you when I first started out I went to Wandrous which is in downtown Woodstock and that's kind of where I grew. I gave them my wholesale information and from there people were going in buying my candles and I guess the other local shops saw like, okay, well her candles are selling. Well, let me get on on this. Yeah. So it must be so satisfying to know that something that you kind of came up with on your own, you know, now can, is an actual product out there affecting people's lives. I mean, it's so cool. It is really cool. And it's crazy. Like I can't believe where it has, you know, as far as it's come. And your soaps. And you have something else you said. The room sprays. Yeah. Room sprays. Tell yeah. me about those. So those are room sprays that can be used on linens and they're also disinfectant. So What? That's yeah. amazing in, yeah. the, in the post-COVID or still COVID yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. And they smell good. It's not the bleach smell. but That's so true. What a good point. Or Lysol yeah. or whatever it is. Right. So you can spray it on a surface and it's disinfectant. How did mm-hmm. you come up with this formula? Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. Yeah, my, my helper. Yeah, <laughs> That's awesome. He was the one that helped me out for sure with that one because they would not be a thing if he didn't help Do me. Do you have to get this, these like EPA approved something, anything like that? How does that work? Did you have to just a little bit? Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Um, the alcohol had to be, you know, a certain percentage and then the oils and everything had to be. So you've got your three products. Yep. Do you have any more you would like to come up with? Or are oh, you yeah. good with the three? Oh, yeah. you're really? You've got some I more would ideas? really like to start bringing in like more home goods into oh. the storefront. I would like to do that before Christmas. So it's all like a one-stop shop. Right. But it's still kind of in the works. So, Do you consider a physical store or is it not necessary in life? I would love to have a physical store just to keep home and work separate. Because right now everything's at the house. Sure. Oh, so, that's such a good point. Yeah. So it'd be nice to have somewhere else to 
move to. And that's what I was saying earlier. Like I would like to, you know, grow more and be somewhere else. Cause right now I'm kind of at a standstill cause I can only produce so much right now being at the house. That's such a good point. But it's such a, like, a, it's so interesting because I always think of problems as being problems, but they're good right. problems. They problems. They're like yeah. something to be happy about, but there's still a, a problem to solve. Yeah. So when you go to your vendors um, and you're chit chatting with all the other people that are kind of doing their same businesses mm-hmm. or whatever business they're, do they give you advice too? Like, do you kind yeah. of grab onto some of their words of wisdom? We bounce off of each other a lot, which is great because there's such a, good small business community right here. A lot of my friends own small businesses and we just, we help each other with content ideas and marketing ideas, all, all the things. Well, if someone out there is listening and wants to start their own business, is there like something we could tell you could tell them, not me? (laughs) No, that's why you're here. What would you be able to, what kind of advice could you give them? I would say just go for it. Like that's what I have two really good friends that were doing their small business before I did. And they were constantly telling me like, just do it, just do it because you don't know where you're going to go. And that's kind of where I'm at now. Like this is crazy. Like where I'm at, like I can basically almost quit my full-time job to work, to do something you love. Yeah. It's my passion. It's not really working. I I mean, yes, it's work, but I don't feel like I'm working. That's awesome. It's kind of the American dream. It is. I'm getting there, girl. I'm getting there. I mean, I'm excited. It's exciting and inspiring to see someone who is brave enough because a lot of people have ideas and they don't really think, well, it's too much or it's overwhelming. Yeah. Like really, a lot of the internet has been a big resource for you, even just with uh, logos or LLCs or all of those things. I mean, it's kind of great, you know? It is. Yeah. Without social media, like I wouldn't have found my team, I say team, I have my photographer that I found through social media, the girl that does all my graphics, she did my logos, my branding, everything through Instagram. And then my ambassadors, like they're my coworkers too. Like I, I need them and it's all through social media. It's the, it's the way it is. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited yeah. for you. Well, can you Thank please you. tell me where people can find your information if they'd like to look you up? Yeah. Not Cyberstock. Just look <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, so I'm on Instagram at Soft Serenity Candle Co. And then my website is softserenitycandles.com. And then TikTok is also Soft Serenity Candle Co. And then Facebook, Soft Serenity Candle Company. So And Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. And Snapchat. And yeah. <laughs> all the social media. <laughs> but listen, that is a full-time job in itself just it, talking about it. It really is. All yeah. the different angles. Do you have them all linked together? So like if you do Facebook, it'll show up on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram and Facebook are linked. And then my website is linked through Instagram. And then TikTok's kind of on its own. Well, I'm so excited to see where you go. And you. I just can tell you from personal experience that the candles are wonderful and they just make especially for me in fall, they just make my house seem so nice. It's so cozy. Yeah. So cozy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really want to thank you for coming on the show. And again, this is Sharon Klein and uh, uh, you've been listening to Fearless Formula. And this is to remind you that with knowledge and understanding, we can all have our own fearless formula. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Sure. <laughs> Bye.